Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I feel like I belong on this stage, and I, you know, even two, three years ago when people didn't know who I was, I felt like I could still, still play and compete against the best players in the world. I felt like I've shown that this year, you know, and I've had, I've come up close, and you know, obviously everyone sees the person that hoists the trophy, but I've been trending in the right direction for a long time now. I've made a lot of cuts. I've had a handful of top tens and top twenties, and I feel like I've been on a great trajectory to get to this place. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. We've been trying our best to react to everything that happened over the sports weekend, but it definitely was a busy one. So we know uh, with the U.S. Open, having a great performance there from... Wyndham getting the victory for the first time. You also had, of course, the College World Series going on. Had some uh, other news going on in the world of sports outside of what actually happens on the court and on the field. But we mentioned in the Razor Hog update in the previous segment presented by True Service that Arkansas baseball is still trying to add some pieces into the mix. And they've had quite a few transfers that are committing to the University of Arkansas and ones that are addressing some needs, ones that look to be having a lot of excitement surrounding them, but how many of them are actually going to make up the campus? Because I feel like we've done this before. Last year they had some really prized players decide to go to Arkansas, but they didn't make it to campus. So is that going to be a little bit different this time around? Well, let's find out. As we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline, and welcome in Andrew Ellis of Hogsports.com. Friend of the show does a great job covering all things Razorback Baseball. And Andrew, as always, man, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, how you doing this afternoon? And even though you're not in Omaha, you've still got plenty of things going on in Razorback baseball land. Yeah, just uh, finding ways to stay busy with uh, so much free time on my hands unexpectedly. But, uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Well, we're doing great, man. I know we're watching the College World Series currently, and Tennessee and Stanford still tied at four in the top of the six. So it's been uh, a great World Series so far. In fact, before we jump into Razorback stuff, I'm curious, have you been watching the World Series still? And if you have been, uh, what have you been making of it? Because I believe that this has been just an absolutely outstanding uh, College World Series when it comes to great games and great finishes across the board. Yeah, I've uh, I've watched a few of these games here and there. The other day, I watched the uh, I watched LSU's game in a room full of LSU fans back in my hometown. So that was a that was a little bit of a fun experience. But yeah, I think you tweeted something about it the other day that you know it seems like all these games are just coming down to the final pitch. It seems like you know there's late leads being blown and comebacks and rallies, and it just it seems like every game just kind of comes down to the wire. Looks like this Tennessee Stanford game as well on its way to get another great finish. But uh, yeah, it's looking it's been a really fun you know journey to this point it looks like the the cream is starting to rise to the top and these top seeds are starting to take command and and get the job done and that's who we'll probably see in the finale so it's been a fun ride so far and it seems like it's going to be a pretty good finale with whoever makes it out of there whether it's lsu wake florida whoever of those teams andrew who have you been most impressed by so far 
you know, Florida's a team that really just sticks out to me. I, you know, they 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 seem so well rounded, and they just they have those blue chip top, you know, first round type of prospects all across. You know, in the field they have some. Yeah, you know, they're 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 shortstops having an unreal year. They have so many hitters with all these gaudy numbers. And you look at the arms, you go down the line. I mean, Jack Caglione is like kind of the headliner of the entire team, the two way guy, and he's their Sunday starter throwing ninety nine. And there's just so much talent all across the board of Florida. And I've always been really impressed with what Kevin O'Sullivan has done there. And I think they're there. If I had to guess, they're probably the team to beat for me. But then again, LSU with Paul Skeens is just the ultimate X factor. It's going to be hard to beat that guy on the mound. So if LSU is able to make it to that final series, you up 1-0 if they, 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 they've got Skeens on the mound. So it's going to be really fun to see which one of these teams uh, rises to the top. And I didn't even mention the number one overall seed, Wake Forest, who's obviously got plenty of talent on their side as well. Yeah, you ever seen anything like that this year with uh, Kevin O'Sullivan, speaking of him, where he ran out of mound visits and had to just throw a guy out there that hadn't gotten warmed up or anything? Luckily, it didn't cost him the game. But, man, that was that was something that uh, was pretty surprising to see, especially someone as good and as seasoned veteran like Kevin O'Sullivan and making that call. Yeah, I actually did not know that rule existed until earlier this season when none other than Dave Van Horn said something about it in a press conference where he was like, well, you know, you can only visit the pitcher three times or whatever, and you, can only, you can't visit them twice in the inning. And so I was trying to kind of space it out, and he mentioned it, and I, I was like, I, I didn't even really realize that was a thing. So it's kind of like something that I learned recently, and it was on my radar, and then I, I'd never seen it play out like that. Definitely not in a, a big moment of the game like that, but, you know, credit to him. He just he owned up to it after the game. He's like, hey, I just, I just forgot about it. It, it is what it is. Let's get into some of these transfers for Razorback Baseball. Let's start with Texas Tech catcher, formerly of Texas Tech, Hudson White. What can you tell us about Hudson White? Man, so, you know, I feel like all season everyone complained about, you know, Arkansas, how did they, how were they not able to get a a legitimate catcher and a legitimate shortstop? Like, it seemed like those were the two holes that people were dismissed. Back to last offseason and throughout the year, you just look at the bottom of the lineup. And Arkansas really took that to heart because they went right after pretty much the best catcher available in the country. I mean, this is a guy that is not draft eligible this year, so it's one that you don't have to worry about these next few few weeks. Um, but he's going to be a top 100 prospect next year. Uh, Joe Doyle has him number 45 on his list of college prospects for next season. Um, his defensive numbers were a little up and down at Texas Tech, but all the scouts are really high on him and think he's going to be a guy that can catch for a long time at a high level. And the bat speaks for itself. I mean, he hit 296 with 11 home runs at Texas Tech, got on base a ton, drew a ton of walks. So seems like Arkansas got a really well-rounded feat there and kind of answered that question right away. And then, and, uh, you know, the other position I mentioned, shortstop, is another one that they, they, they really took to heart and got an offensive guy there. I don't even know how to pronounce the guy's name, but his last name is Aloy. He's from Sacramento State and from Hawaii. I don't, wanna, I don't even want to try with his first name. Because I don't want to, you know, do him a disservice and mispronounce it. But he's a guy that hit three seventy six as a freshman playing shortstop. He had some errors mixed in there, but he was he was the whack freshman of the year, the whack conference, not not in the whack. But uh, he, you know, he's got some questions defensively. But I'll, I'll be interested to hear from BDH on what he thinks of him there. But two big time bats at spots that last year Arkansas just simply didn't have bats at those positions. So they they, they answered those questions right away. Yeah, don't worry. I already tried to pronounce his name on the air, so uh, I got to got to it before you did, and I did not pronounce it right. It just looked what I thought it would look like. But hey, it's it's cool. We know Aloy's the last name. We can just stick with that. And uh, just speaking of him, you know, coming from Hawaii when he was in high school and, and the connections, it's it just fascinating to me of how these transfers can work in in any sport, but especially in college baseball, where there's just so many players and you have an early exit, and maybe you're on top of them. Like, how is that? Do you know anything about his, the background of? Dave Van Horn and his staff and how they go about getting these transfers and contacting them and knowing who they'd want and who they don't want and all of that because it seems like, uh, especially over the past few seasons, they've really hit home runs, no pun intended, when it comes to the transfer portal. Yeah, you know, if you if you think about it, you know, historically, Arkansas had a weird connection with the state of California. seems like they, they get a guy or two from there just about every other year. You think of Dominic Fletcher, Dominic Piccicello, uh, Jay Carl is another one. Like they've 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 gotten guys from that area, and they've they've really kind of become a completely national recruiting program. And they, they they've got ties there. I believe Matt Hobbs has some some connections on the West Coast, and I think he's the guy that really helps them in that department. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know how they went about this process with with this kid. You know, Sacramento State obviously was, did not make the postseason, 
So he had plenty of time on his hands and time to talk to all these coaches because he was obviously a hot commodity and kind of just worked out perfectly. I, I'd love to hear more from Dave on what the background was there and how they were able to convince him to come all the way across the country. But, man, it just really looks like a big-time pickup. And, you know, I think this staff is just going to leave no stone unturned. They're going to go wherever they need to get these players. And you've seen Florida, California. We've seen some Midwest. And, and now they've, they've started – they've had a couple of transfers from Boston the last couple of years. I mean, they're, they're all over the map. Andrew, you mentioned the connection with California. This roster, it seems like they always get players from Kansas. What kind of connection is there to Kansas? Yeah, I think it's just a, a regional thing a little bit, you know, being three hours away. But also Nate Thompson coached uh, in JUCO in the state of Kansas for a while. And he had a – he had a, yeah, I think his brother was coaching somewhere in Kansas a couple years ago. I can't remember the school. But, you know, he, he's kind of been around that area a lot. Nate Thompson being the you know hitting coach and recruiting coordinator, obviously he's got a nice little – you know, putting those plenty of people in the state of Kansas. And, you know, I think also it just kind of helps when you have productive players come from one area and those other productive younger players from that area see that. You know, you think of Robert Moore, Isaiah Campbell, Brady Slavin, all these guys from that Kansas City area. And now Tavian Josenberg are adding to it. And, you know, they, they've added a couple more transfers from that area. It just seems like, you know, it's, it's kind of something that has a lot of momentum. And so, you know, it's one of those things they, they've developed a nice little pipeline and, you know, Nate knows the area well, and you're able to point to all these success stories from the area of Kansas City. So I think it helps, and that's, that's going to be a huge pipeline for them moving forward, I think. So we have Andrew Ellis of Hogsports.com here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. So, Andrew, just looking at uh, you got William Edmondson, uh, Hudson White, Jack Wagner, Ty Willsmeyer, and Aloy, all the players that looks like right now have announced that they'll be transferring to Arkansas. But three of those guys are actually draft eligible. So I think that's also becomes the balancing act. As we know, when you come to high school recruiting, guys that could leave for the draft and also player on your current roster that could leave for the draft. But as far as those transfers go, do you think all five of those guys actually make it to campus? Or are you leaning towards maybe one, two, or all three leaving to go to the MLB draft? Well, I think I think these the guys that they've brought in are kind of the perfect ones you want, where they're productive players who have shown they're good, but they might not be super high on the radar of some of these MLB teams. I think of a guy like Jack Wagner at Charleston State is one of their, their transfer guys, and I think he's going to end up playing outfield for them. You know, he was kind of came out of nowhere this year for his season at Charleston State, so I'm sure that, you know, after the year he had hitting 15 home runs and hitting 330, that'll probably generate some interest, but it's not like this was a, a super coveted prospect, and he's 23 years old, too, so I think he, he probably fits in that Jared Wagner category of a guy who's really good and a great college player, but he, not, he might not be super high on the radar of some of these MLB teams. So I think that's probably part of the appeal for him coming to Arkansas. But I think Ty Wilmsmeyer is probably, if there was a guy who was going to get drafted from that list you mentioned, is probably the best chance just because he's played in the SEC, played at a high level, shown what he can do, and took a nice little jump this year. And You know, he, he checks a lot of boxes, you know, defensively. He's got some speed, and he showed off a little bit of power this year. He's probably the, the biggest one to watch from that crew there. But I think there's a good chance that all of these names you just mentioned will end up making it to Arkansas. I don't think they have a guy. They, they, none of the guys committed are like a Jordan Sprinkle, where Jordan Sprinkle, when he committed, it was it knew, we knew he was kind of a top three to five round in that range type of prospect. And they don't have anyone like that so far committed. You know, we'll see how they do down the stretch. But I think there's a very good chance that all these guys make it to campus. And you know, a guy you mentioned, William Edmondson from the JUCO ranks. He he, he comes from Hutchinson, the same JUCO that produced Ben McLaughlin, and he's another one that. You know, his first year at Juke, I think he hit like 280, and I don't think he had a home run or a stolen base. Then he just kind of came out of nowhere this year, hit 454 with 11 home runs, stole a bunch of bases too. So he's another one where who knows what his draft stock is like because coming into the year, I can't imagine there were too many MLB teams that had him circled as the guy they needed to go see. So, you know, I think that there's a good chance some of these guys will want to raise their stock when they come to Arkansas. Is that something you typically see with baseball, though? Because, uh, like, basketball, for example – You'll have players that get into the transfer portal, but they put their name in the NBA draft now. The players, uh, they don't necessarily, for baseball, money can change things and draft position can change things, but once they've committed as far as the transfer portal, you typically think that those guys are going to be a part of the team, more so than, than basketball, it seems like. Yeah, I think, and I think there's also just a lot of value with basketball and baseball of you know, if you're a guy at a smaller school who has a really good year and you might not be getting the feedback you think you deserve as a prospect, 
you know, I think of Stanley Amude and Ricky Council in the basketball department as guys who, you know, were very productive players at their previous stops, but weren't necessarily getting that NBA draft buzz. I think there's a lot of value for guys like that thinking, hey, maybe I'll go to Arkansas, go to a little bit of a higher level, and kind of add some more legitimacy to my resume and get more on that radar. And so I think with, with all sports, that there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of appeal there for guys who think, hey, I think I can play at this high level. Let me go to Arkansas and prove it. And that's pretty much what Tavian Josenberger and Jared Wagner and even Jay Spore from the last couple of years have been able to do successfully. And so I think it's a pretty easy pitch for Arkansas to look at some of these guys who, you know, like I said, are, are having productive seasons at smaller schools but might not be, you know, blowing away MLB scouts or seeing their name rise up draft boards. And so I think, you know, if you're able to come to Arkansas and keep it up and really show what you can do, I think it's, I think it's, a, it's pretty motivating for a lot of these guys. And I think that's why you're starting to see these guys gravitate to these bigger schools. I mean, we, we just watched Chase Dolander pitch for Tennessee today. He's a guy who two years ago had a pretty good freshman year at Georgia Southern, but was far from a household name in college baseball and wasn't, you know, super highly touted prospect. Now all of a sudden he's going to end up being a first rounder. I think that's kind of the, the vibe Arkansas is going for with these, some of these transfer portal guys. And I think it's going to be interesting to watch a guy like Aloy because he's, he's a big time prospect as a freshman, but, you know, Sacramento State, he might kind of fly under the radar. At Arkansas, he's going to be stepping into a big stage. So it's going to be uh, interesting to see which which one of these guys will kind of sink or swim and which one of these guys can make true on their hope to get their name out there more by having a big year at Arkansas. So what direction do you think uh, the coaching staff continues to go when it comes to the portal guys? Like certain positions, is there certain individuals that are on the radar right now? Just uh, what's the next few weeks look like as far as trying to add guys from the portal? Yeah, you know, it's in every you know every time we talk about baseball and roster and offseason, we we obviously have to mention the MLB draft, and that's still kind of lingering over everything. But if you look at the lineup at, from this point, you know, there's there's a few more variables with the draft, but you kind of have your lineup for the most part set if you look at it. You know, with some of these guys they brought in, you assume that most of them will be able to fill in one of those starting spots. And you know, a guy like Jason Jones is having a really big summer in the Northwoods League right now. Who knows if he'll be able to keep that up in the real season next year, but that's a really positive sign that Arkansas might have one less spot to fill if he can kind of live up to his potential. And so I think, you know, from the lineup perspective, they've, they've gotten off to such a good start. They can afford to be a little bit more selective with who they're taking in the transfer portal there. Obviously, if you have a chance to add a big-time prospect who's not draft eligible and can just, you know, plug and play and start right away, that's a big deal. You know, you think about a guy like Walker Martin who came on your show recently. If you're able to get someone like that to campus, that probably takes down one of the spots you need to fill as well. So, you know, Arkansas is in a really good spot right now without any of those things. And so, you know, if you get some of those variables to swing your way, get someone like Caleb Galley to come back to school, there's really not much more for them to do from a position player standpoint. And the pitching staff, you know, I think there's not necessarily spots to fill because you have a pretty good core with guys like Hagan Smith and Brady Tigard and potentially Gage Wood and maybe Will McIntyre, Zach Morris come back. So I don't know if there's like a ton of gaping holes, but I think that you know anytime you can add pitching depth, that's that's something you you'd like to do. And Arkansas saw this past year how how valuable that could be. So I think the key for these next few weeks is just trying to see if you can get maybe one, two, three more arms to come on board, and see if you can just shore things up in that pitching pitching staff. But like I mentioned, Arkansas is off to such a good start of the transfer portal so far. I think they can afford to be pretty selective. So I don't think you're going to see them doing the Eric Musselman thing where they're contacting every single guy and bringing everyone on visits and seeing if they can go all in. I think they're going to probably take their time these next few weeks and see if they can find a couple of really good arms to add to the resume and, you know, see what, see what the draft has for them. Well, I know, Andrew, that it's been said, hey, that's kind of the silver lining of losing early in the postseason is you can get a jump on the transfer portal. How much, how what big of an impact does that actually have? Like, is there a lot of truth to that as far as a team who is exited early from the postseason to where they – do have a little bit of advantage of other teams that are still playing when it comes to the transfer portal? You know, I would imagine it couldn't hurt, but, you know, we've seen it play out both ways. I mean, last year LSU had, you know, everyone always references that LSU got eliminated early and then they had this big transfer portal class, but most of the big fish in that class, like a Paul Skeens, like a Tommy White and a Christian Little, those guys committed, I believe it was in early July, so it's not like, you know, I'm sure you know getting eliminated early. Maybe you're able to contact those guys earlier, but it's not like they locked up all those guys before the season ended or anything. I think that you know it's possible to go to Omaha and still bring in a productive transfer portal class. And you know, Arkansas, Arkansas got it. You know, Jared Wagner committed to Arkansas before they even got to Omaha. So I mean, 
you're you're able to do you're able to still recruit and you're on the phone with these kids and I think you're able to do some stuff but it probably helps to get them on campus early but I don't think it's like a deal breaker where I think you you aren't able to recruit the transfer portal whenever you're still in Omaha and you know obviously having team success doesn't hurt you in recruiting I mean we've seen that over the years that's that's one thing that's always going to be true so I think that it probably helped Arkansas a little bit that they were able to get out in front of these guys like I think of a guy like Hudson Hudson White probably would have had a ton more suitors, but Arkansas was able to lock him up early. So Arkansas really did a good job taking advantage of the opportunity that they had, but I don't know if it's necessarily essential to the process, but they certainly did a good job doing what they did this offseason. Yeah, I always find it funny just to look at uh, you know how much NIL impacts when it comes to recruiting. You can see like upticks when it comes to transfers or uh, high school recruiting or everything, but I guess baseball with Dave Van Warren is kind of the one that you don't really know because it hasn't changed much because they've always been one of the elite programs uh, when it comes to recruiting and when it comes to transfers, but uh, I'm always just curious uh, how much NIL is, is having an impact in maybe some of these players or uh, some of these people that are looking at Arkansas in the way that they are. But I guess we'll see how the rest of it plays out because it's going to be a, a fun time seeing what this roster is going to look like and how it's going to take shape heading into uh, the next season. But, Andrew, as always, man, we really appreciate you joining us. Great stuff. I know it's something that we all wish we were in Omaha, but still keeping us busy with Razorback baseball, man, and I'm sure we'll be catching up with you later down the road. Absolutely, man. I really appreciate it. Look forward to uh, hearing from you soon. All right. Again, that was Andrew Ellis of Hawksports.com joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. And we are already up against it. we got two segments left. And in the next segment, we're going to continue on with our reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. So if you want to hop in on the conversation, you better do so next. Call or text in 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Life Fan Feedback after me on Twitter. At Buzz John Neighbors. We'll keep it moving on Out of Bounds next, so stay with us. Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. This is Sports Center. Wyndham Clark is your U.S. Open winner after shooting 10 under for the tournament. This is his first major win. He got his first PGA Tour victory just a month ago at the Wells Fargo event. Rory McIlroy came in second. Scotty Sheffield came in third. Cam Smith came in fourth. And Tommy Fleetwood rounded out the top five. The U.S. Soccer Men's National Team beat Canada 2-0 yesterday. Their next match will be on Sunday versus Jamaica, which will be held at Soldier Field in Chicago. And the Arkansas Travelers won their series versus the Corpus Christi Hooks, going 4-2 overall and 2-0 over the weekend. With a 4-3 win on Saturday and 11-4 win on Sunday, they'll be back in action again tomorrow on the road versus the Wichita Wind Surge. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hey, it's Joey and Ryan right here at Red River Dodge. We've got some huge discounts to tell you about. We're doing it again. $10,000 off MSRP on new Ram 1500. And we've got up to $7,000 off new Jeep Gladiator Sport. Up to $5,000 off MSRP on new Jeep Wrangler. We have huge discounts, big selection. We're going to give you the most for your trade. So make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs. Or check us out on the web at RedRiverDodge.com. During the 4th July sales event. Edwards Food Giant presents Razorback Baseball color analyst and Drop Time Sports co-host Rick Schaefer every Tuesday morning on Morning Mayhem. Rick will share his special take on Razorback sports with the guys each week. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people, the only stop you'll ever have to make for your family's groceries. At Big O Tires, we've got the latest technology to keep your vehicle running better than ever. I mean, don't call yourself a tire store if you can't do alignments. You extend the life of your tires by keeping them properly aligned. And at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, we offer complimentary alignment checks. Brakes? Yep, we do that too. And just ask for your free shuttle service so you don't have to sit around and wait. And you thought we just did tires. Tires, service, and straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot. 
Guadney Chevrolet has redeployed. Deal Team 6. These guys didn't retire. They reloaded and declared it Truck Month without GM's blessing. Bite the bullet and get up to 7500 off select Silverados in stock with eligible trade. Trading a 2009 or newer? Stack the rebates. As high as 4250 on 2023 Silverado. Upgrade your family's personnel carrier to a 2023 Equinox with 2000 off in-stock units. Why shop a mine? field of questionable used cars. Browse a huge selection of pristine pre-owned with Guadney's Deal Team 6 today. Guadney Chevrolet, the top gun of Arkansas's Chevy dealers. Coming from Little Rock? Avoid any traffic or construction by taking the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main, then left on Bailey. To our front door, 1301 TP White Drive. Call 501-982-2102. GuadneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offered with proof credit. See dealer for details. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com Every day, we do one thing. And we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. Yeah. Okay, you can owe me. On 1037 The Buzz. Monday, and folks, let me tell you about Guatney Chevrolet. They have deployed the Deal Team 6, and this time they're armed with the virtual arsenal of rebates, discounts, and finance that offers to new models in stock, up to $7,500 off of Silverado's in stock with the 2009 or newer trade-in, as well as $2,000 off in stock 2023 Equinoxes. So you're talking about a brand new Equinox and brand new Silverado's where you're getting money off. No other Chevy dealership is doing that, I promise you, here in the state of Arkansas. Not only that, but they have great deals like 5.9% for 72 months on Silverados when you finance with GM and well-qualified buyer. And everything new, we're talking about new, not pre-owned, new, as low as 6.99% through GM Financial. And they still have plenty of pre-owned vehicles that are good enough for mom. you got to check them out, folks. They know how to do it over at Guatney Chevrolet when it comes to their sales, when it comes to their service, when it comes to everything about them. They do it the best and the most professional way to make sure that they get you in a vehicle that you want and that you can't afford. So check them out today at Guatney Chevrolet off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, 1301 TP White Drive. And I'll tell you this, folks, if you go out there and you uh, see my guy Grant, and he'll make sure to take care of you, and they'll get you set up for everything that you need. You can also shop them online at GuadneyChevrolet.com and see their inventory that way. No matter what it is, check it out today with Guadney Chevrolet and GuadneyChevrolet.com. Again, it's a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services, and uh, we've been reacting to everything over the sports weekend and still have a tie game with, Ar- uh, not Arkansas, I wish it was Arkansas, Tennessee and Stanford right now in the World Series and an elimination game there too. 
which uh, which by the way, Joe, I got me a new phone over the weekend because uh, apparently I needed one after three years, and that that's right around the time limit they try to get you to. Flip and get the next one. Two to three years. They want you to get that next phone. I think that they like have something built in. This is my conspiracy tinfoil hat theory, whatever. That like they do it to where you have it built into your phone. Or like, all right, it's gonna start crapping out on you at about you know the two and a half three year mark, and it's like that's where the shelf life of it is because that's the only reason I got a new phone is my old one started not charging as much or not having the battery stay long. It started slowing down a little bit. So, uh, you know, I saw that hey, you're eligible for an upgrade, so try it out. They have this great deal going on where we're going to get you trade in for, uh, get you your phone basically uh, virtually free or at least close to it. Anyways, I got the... It's never that. I know. Never free. I know. I know. It, it just adds on to your phone bill. Yeah. They're like, it's these rebates that you get. And I was like, okay. And then I see the rebates and they're like, but you're still going to have to pay for, for this and this and this and this. And it ends up being where it's like, I think I'm paying 20 bucks a month, which is fine uh, to have this. But anyways, I was got this new one in the screens it's the big it's like the, the iphone 14 pro max whatever and they the screen's much bigger the, the phone is much bigger and i'm gonna get used to it but uh, i had a lady come out and uh, which i didn't know why she needed to be out there to install it she came to my house and i was like I, I can figure it out myself but anyway she came over there and uh she put it together for me and and everything but it's just man i i felt like for a while there with phones there were some like incredible like increases of technology and everything and nowadays, I just feel like it's just a bigger phone with maybe a, a couple of variations. Not really anything new about it, but I guess there's only so much you can do when it comes to your cell phone and what you're putting together on the it. The people that work in the industry, they'd be fine if you would trade in the phone and get a new one once every year. And there are some people that do that where they always want the newest version, the newest model of whatever phone they have. They have to have the newest one. So there are some people that do that. Year to year, they get a new phone. Yeah, I got a buddy of mine who does that and it must be nice to be him i'm going to call him out that's fine but you know he he is in a situation we'll go into details of it but he's in a situation where he doesn't have he doesn't have to pay a mortgage he doesn't have to pay rent he doesn't have to pay a car payment he has no debt and so literally and he has a great job so everything he makes in his job is just money he, he can do whatever with and he's the type that he gets a phone every a new phone a new iphone every single time they come out with a new one i'm like man it's no That's, added cost, though. It's like whatever you're paying extra a month on your bill, the next phone is going to roll over and do the same thing. So for some people that want to do that, there's not really extra cost that's involved with yeah. it. Well, he, he just buys them straight up, though. That's the thing. He, he just goes and says, I, I don't care about upgrades or anything. He just give me the, here's a 1000 bucks. Here's my new phone. So uh, he, he's really intense and, about and it. That's really the way to do it. Yeah. You I mean, about it, you own it, and it's not... <laughs> On your your bill, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not trying to uh, not trying to you know call him out for that or anything, but it's just it's funny to me because I feel like there's just not enough differences in these phones to make it warranted to where I will get a new one. Now, if they offered me one and it's going to stay the same price, I'm sure that I'd be all about it too. But I don't know. It just seems like it's a lot of hassle. I, I I'm fine with this one. We'll see how long this one lasts. But uh, you know, I, the iPhone. I guess they're coming out with the 15 later, and then they're going to have an iPhone. 16, 17, 18. I just wonder if there's ever going to be mega. Like, what's going to be the difference other than, ah, it's a better camera. And That's uh, always the biggest difference, the camera. Yeah. It's a faster processor. I was like, oh, oh great. I guess so. But, yeah, they've, they've come a long way, too. And uh, Hawk just said on our uh, text line, he says, John, you sound like you were doing a cell phone promo for a sec. You had me interested, man. No, there's no promo. It's just... Uh, a thing that, you know, with your, with, at least with me, I never think about having to get a new phone. I think I've only had, as far as iPhones go, maybe four, five of them. And you're talking about, I had one of the first iPhones. So you're talking about a process that was a long time. And so anytime I get a new phone, like, it's life-changing to me just because I have to get used to it. i got to buy a case for it, which cases are expensive. And uh, she was telling me about all the cool features. I'm like, yeah, hey, you can do this with your camera. I'm like, but when am I going to do that? She's like, well, if you just want to. It's like, oh, okay, thanks. Well, thanks for letting me know. So, it's uh, yeah, it's a it's a weird deal, but I'll have to get used to it. But that was uh, that about the height of my excitement was going to a wedding and getting a new phone over the weekend. And it's like these things are just like little mini computers at this hmm. point in time. Tennessee is taking the lead, top of the seventh. They're up five four over Stanford, two outs, and they have a runner on third, so potential to bring in at least another run. Hmm. Yeah, Stanford man, it looked like they were in full control, but. That's why uh, Tennessee has done this a lot this year, where they have just 
come back from different deficits and they've done it in the postseason and they've had some uh, clutch plays down the stretch too. So yeah, we'll have to see if uh, Stanford can get out of this one. Tennessee's been the one that's been putting the pressure on them. Uh, I don't think Stanford's really had anybody in scoring position in quite a bit, or at least uh, nobody truly threatening in a few innings. They got off to the early start. Yeah. And sometimes that's good enough to hold on, but when you have a wild well, pitch... Yeah. Tennessee's bringing a runner in. Jeez. And there you go. Now it's 6-4 Tennessee. Well, might be uh, might be curtains for Stanford if they don't turn some things around and try to get it going. I also feel like... Well, that, they, they're batting last, so they'll still have a chance. They have three more innings after this one, but they are down two runs, and Tennessee has a chance to add to it, but there's two outs. I'll say this. I feel like every run that's been scored by Tennessee has been with two outs, or at least most of them. Uh, they they have uh, come through in the clutch when it comes to uh, being the pressured in those innings, and at least the inning about to end, and that's when they've come up with their best hits. At least that four-run inning that they did have was with two, all with two outs. So uh, that's, that's huge for them. It helps load the bases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes it into, makes it into so, uh, so many other positions there, too. And you can tell the Stanford pitcher in this pressure moment, he throws the ball low, so... He's feeling the pressure and uh, and allowed Tennessee to score another run. But now it's going to be up to them, and uh, they got out of the inning. So that's exactly what they needed. Yep. Heading to uh, the seventh inning stretch, 6-4 Tennessee up on Stanford in the elimination game there. Uh, Asher Record Life and Feedback, we were talking about Bob Huggins. Uh, Strictly Business says for a reaction Monday, says, uh, well, Dickie V from ESPN has put his in his 10 cents for West Virginia opening from by resigned Bob Huggins and has suggested Tom Crean to fill the position. He's over available. There. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess he would be a guy you could you know get in in a pinch, but uh, I don't know. He's, I feel like he's had a lot of opportunities, but have yet to recapture some of that magic that he had when uh, he was at uh, Marquette and even a little bit at Indiana. But Georgia was just going to be a tough gig no matter what. So, uh, also from our text line. Uh, Lee says, so mean bringing up the Cardinals, John, right after you said they gave up a three spot in the first inning against the Nationals. LOL. Being mean is just, hey, they got it. uh, They got some problems. I got a lot of friends that are Cardinal fans, and they are not happy. I have to look at their social media posts. So depressing. They're always so mad and so angry about whatever, what all the stuff that's going on. And then uh, Hawk Freaking Wild says, John and Joe, I have had an Android for four and a half years. The battery finally went on the blink. I got a new phone just in time. I was able to do all my stuff to the new phone, or add all add all my stuff to the new phone. So, well, good deal. That's important. Also, in the process, you want to be able to transfer everything over, and sometimes everything doesn't transfer over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes you want the stuff that you want the most to transfer over doesn't end up transferring. But luckily for me, I think most of my stuff did. Uh, but it was it's always funny. Like I remember Bob Holt, who is a dear friend and from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, you know, he just moved away from a flip phone a year and a half ago. Like, I was so impressed by that. And the only reason he did is because of the email aspect where he was get, trying to get emails. And like, Bob, you got to get email on your phone, man. You, you got to get the email so we can keep you updated. And so that's what he, he got him an iPhone and uh, he's still going strong. So I, I would just be curious if there's I'm sure there is, but I'd be curious if there's anybody out there that's still rocking like a flip phone or, uh, you know, just a phone that just does calls, just does the old school text messages, and that's it. Sounds like the Saracen commercial with Tommy Smith, who we saw today. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so they're having fun in the commercial with PB and Joe Klein and U.S. Reed, and PB makes a statement to him where he says, get a new phone, cheapo. You can't do all that on the flip phone, so... Sounds just like one of the Saracen commercials. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because you can't do as much. I know that some people probably wish they still had the old flip phones just because it was a simpler time. But nowadays, that is just not the case. Well, we're up against it. We're going to hit our final commercial break. When we come back, we'll get to three and out, some headlines, some storylines, some things we got to dive into. And we'll close up shop and get ready for Drive Time Sports. All coming up next here on Out of Bounds.
This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Sometimes you just gotta have some wings. And with buffalo, barbecue, teriyaki, Cajun buffalo, lemon honey, garlic parmesan, mango habanero, lemon pepper, pineapple habanero, honey hot, and Brewskies Reaper, you know where to find them. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Monday night is poker night with two games nightly, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. only at Brewskies. The new lotto game from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is creating new traditions for our players, like Margaret from Conway. I always play 2004, 20, and 4. That's Mr. Biscuit's adoption year. When we win, I'm going to give him the life he always dreamed of. Isn't that right, Mr. Biscuit? Your numbers, your game. Play lotto every Wednesday and Saturday for your chance to match six and get rich. Only two bucks per play. Call or text 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. This is Pretection. Yep, Pretection. The everyday skin protection ritual that protects your skin from mosquitoes. Pre barbecue. Pre playground. Pre everything. Pre every day. Prevention is the best protection. This summer, make sure you have Off, the number one dermatologist recommended repellent brand. SD Johnson, a family company. That's Mike saying good morning. It's the best he can do right now. Yeah, not a cloud in the sky. What Mike could use is a fresh start. And Irish Spring Body Wash. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset Mike needs. Now he's ready to go to work. It's Sunday. Irish Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at Walmart today. Honey, look, I just used AI to create this painting. That's great, but it can't go car shopping for us. Let's try it. Best deals on cars near me. The best deals near you are at Quaddy Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock. What's it doing? Oh, no. Must terminate COVID era loans and leases. And don't wait for AI to go haywire, because it's already here. This month, Watney Buick GMC is terminating loans and leases made during the COVID era and resetting their pricing with rebates, dealer discounts, and trade assistance. Call 501-945-4444 or see GuatneyBuickGMC.com. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Get to Guadney Buick and your current loan or lease will be terminated, terminated, terminated. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for life. Do you need Rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8-888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. Their time is done. It's over. Over? 
Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are boom out of here. All right. It is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into. Thought this was uh, quite an interesting thing yesterday, of course, being Father's Day. Have a lot of Father's Day wishes via social media for a lot of different people. Well, Jordan Love, the quarterback of Green Bay, tweeted out, Happy Father's Day to all the Bears fans out there. So people were like, well, that's kind of interesting. You know, it's, it's I guess you're trying to say, uh, you know, it's hi to your haters or whatnot, but uh, wishes all the Bears fans Happy Father's Day. And people were saying, are you saying that the Bears are your your dad kind of thing? Like, is it more of an insult towards you? Don't really know, but uh, whatever his intention was, it was, uh, it was a funny one that got a lot of people talking and, Wondering if uh, there was something more to that, but uh, kind of a funny comment there and a funny discussion about Jordan Love. Antoine Walker revealed on I Am Athlete podcast that he blew through 108 mil in career earnings. He says that what led to this is he was trying to keep up with guys like Jay Z and P Diddy, and uh, he said cars, clothes, gambling, real estate were some of the things that he put his money into, and some were investments he thought they were good, but Turns out they weren't so much, and he declared for bankruptcy in 2010. But he since bounced back as a basketball TV analyst. But he just uh, was trying to put the important lesson out there about how to save money and manage money. He says he blew through over 100 mil trying to keep up. Well, there was a fishing tournament that was going on in North Carolina where a man brought in, or at least a team brought in, a 619-pound catch which is incredible. I mean, you're talking about a huge tournament that also would have given this team $2.77 million. But the problem was is that they were disqualified. It says, quote, after careful deliberation and discussions between Big Rock Rules Committee and Board of Directors with biologists from both NC State uh, as well as the NC Marine Fisheries, was determined that Sensations 619 Blue Martin is disqualified due to mutilation caused by a shark or other marine animal. It was deemed that the fish was mutilated before it landed or boated and therefore was disqualified. They follow the rules there, but the discrepancy came as the Sensations Marlin was weighed. Officials noticed that he appeared to be a shark bite near the head and the crowds awaited anxiously to be declared, but they decided to go ahead and disqualify him. Off a of technicality, I don't know about all the fishing rules. I'm going to go ahead and say that these guys are true, but I could not imagine losing out on $2.77 million on bringing in a 619-pound catch because a shark bit it at some point in time. Is the rules, but a lot of money lost for that team over there in North Carolina. Joey Votto is returning to the Cincinnati Reds. He's been on the 60-day IL, but he has missed the last 10 months, and uh, he's been trying to rehab, and he's had multiple surgeries. And so now the Red, he, can, he returns to a Reds lineup that's in a good position. They won eight straight games. He's going to return to the lineup today, and it's their longest winning streak since 2012. They're second in the NL Central. They're just a half game back of the Brewers, who are 37-34, Reds 37-35. But Joey Votto says, I feel much more like myself. I'm back to full health. Ten months is a long rehab. I'm going to rejoin a winning ball club. My responsibility is to be up to speed with them. So I'm always going to trash on Meghan Markle and Prince Harry and everything whenever they do something dumb. And this was something that is just... Uh, absolutely like chef's kiss when it comes to everything that they stand for and how wrong it is. So Meghan Markle had a $20 million contract with Spotify and it was her podcast that was going to be coming out. We know these type of deals get done and everything. Well, Meghan Markle's, this is according to reports and Bill Simmons was irate about this. Who does another podcast too. He's a Spotify uh, podcast executive, senior Spotify podcast executive. But apparently Meghan Markle's podcast produced just 12 episodes got the $20 million contract, and the Wall Street Journal suggests that she may not earn the full amount after not meeting productivity clauses. Pod News heard from multiple sources that some of the interviews on the show were done by other staffers with her questions edited in afterwards. Just, I mean, just 
perfectly sums up everything that's wrong with him. And I just can't believe that that is a thing. Actually, you know what? I can't believe that's a thing. But how nice that must be to, to still get $20 million or at least get a good portion of that money, even though you had other people do the work for you and they just edit it to make it look like you actually did the work. Courtney Kardashian Barker and Travis Barker are expecting a child. So Courtney is pregnant and there's a video of a Blink-182 concert and Courtney is holding a sign saying, Travis, I'm pregnant. And so they have a moment where the guys exit the stage. They go congratulate her. Her and Travis share a moment. But Travis's ex, Shanna Mokler, says to TMZ, she's known about that pregnancy for weeks now. So she says that everything was staged. And then you had others get in on the comments where they said Mm. she had a full-on baby bump. It has me weak really thinking about them not knowing that she was pregnant. And then another says... They're too touchy-feely not to know, but it was all for, it was definitely for show for the concert and maybe the other members of Blink-182. That was their first time getting a chance to see Courtney and congratulate her, but yes, they knew. It's all about that content, baby. According to the New York Post, a tourist submarine has vanished while exploring the Titanic shipwreck in the Atlantic Ocean, according to authorities. The Boston Coast Guard said a search began on today, Monday, for the small sub, which takes tourists to view the famous shipwreck that sits 12,500 feet at the bottom of the ocean off the coast of Newfoundland, Canada. And uh, also a private company that owns at Ocean Gate Expeditions confirmed that the missing submarine has belonged to them. Apparently there is three paying guests and one, quote, content expert, as well as the pilot. And it just takes eight hours to descend. And it weighs 23,000 pounds and it has 96 hours, which is four days of life support available for the crew of five. So don't know if they're going to be able to find it, but what a scary situation to find yourself in, and especially when you go missing. That's a big problem there, too. So uh, kind of a crazy thing for going out and seeing the Titanic. No thanks. I'm not going to sit in a tiny submarine for eight hours. Not really my cup of tea. D. Snyder says touring with Twisted Sister over the years kind of wore down on him and the demands of touring. And he says when it came to touring, it was such a grind. It was the grind that I chose, though, so he said he wouldn't change anything. But still, night after night, you got to keep your stuff together. He just says that it just got to him after a while. And so they've de- decreased the amount of touring they've done, but this is something that's expected with a lot of artists when it comes to getting out on the road. But this is how they make their money, so it's the sacrifice that they have to make. There's a book called The Sleep Prescription, which is authored by a neuroscientist at the University of California in San Francisco. And he claims that, yes, you could just have that extra cup of coffee to keep yourself going because the caffeine will obviously wake you up. But if it's late in the day and you have to stay upright, just stick your head in a freezer because it offers more of an immediate boost of energy and it won't mess with your bedtime by having caffeine in your system. So there you have it, folks. If you're ever needing to stay up a little bit later and you don't want to mess up your sleep with caffeine, just go ahead and stick your head in the freezer and you should be all good to go according to this neuroscientist. There's a student from South Carolina who's doing an internship in New Jersey over the summer. She said it's actually cheaper for her to commute from South Carolina to New Jersey then to get a residence in New Jersey for the summer. So she said what she does is she gets up each Wednesday around 3 a.m., makes it to the airport around 5, takeoff is around 6, and she gets to Jersey close to 8, Ubers to the office, but it's well worth it because she said she's going to save about $2,000 over the summer. Appreciate everybody listening to Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I'm John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned for Drive Time Sports. This is Pat Bradley for my friends at Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton and their summer auto loan special that's available for all five counties Alcoa serves. Interest rates as low as 2.49%. Take the summer off with no payments for 90 days or how about 84 months financing? Offer valid on new 22 or 23 models or you can refinance your current auto loan. Go to alcoacommunityfcu.org and apply securely online today. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton, now serving Grant, 